Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Scott with you on Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor Digitex. We wish you and yours. All the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, Mark Specter for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing back at Century Mile every Friday and Sunday evening. Limited fan access, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15. Reminder that uh, guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Open for dine-in and takeout options. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. Besides Mark Specter, in this hour, we'll hook up with our Inside the Game analyst from the Oilers Radio Network, Rob Brown. We'll have our Oilers Now prospect report for Scott Arthur, Millwork, and Cabinetry. Brendan S. Scott will bring you that, as well as the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, we re-engage Mark Specter. All right, Speck, showtime. Here we go. So, what do the Edmonton Oilers do? If we're into training camp third week next, uh, so coming up in September. So we get through, uh, and here's the list of the dates. Expansion uh, draft list, July 17th. Expansion draft, July 21st. Round 1 NHL draft, 23rd. Round 2, 24th. 28th is free agency. And uh, middle of September, it's probably going to be around September 20th, we'll start training camp. So we, we get through training camp and into the exhibition season. And lo and behold, Mark, Philip Broberg is the Oilers' second-best left-shot defenseman in training camp behind Darnell Nurse. And Dylan Holloway, despite whatever Ken Holland's brought in, Dylan Holloway ends up being the second or third-best left-wing option uh, through training camp and uh, expansion games based on performance. What do you do then? Well, it's always tough because you need to gird for the chance that these guys aren't ready and that they do need to go to the HL. And you can't figure it out at training camp and then go get those players, right? You'll agree with me on that. You can't you can't go I'm not going to camp right now and saying Dylan Holloway's gonna play for me a left wing all season. You can't do that because you don't know if he can and frankly I would it'll be a surprise if he does. So I gotta go out and get a left winger and then if Dylan Holloway beats him out of a job, well, then i got to deal with that. And it's a nice problem to have, Bob. That means now that I have depth. So, you know what? I set my team up planning on Dylan Holloway and Broberg going to the Bakersfield next year. That's how I set my team up. But if they go to camp and they beat the guys out, they're better than the guys I have. They make the team. Okay. Then what happens, Bob, when we start playing in October? The whole game goes up a level, right? You've sure. watched this for 25 sure. years. Then we get to November 15th, December 1st. The whole league goes up another level because now everybody's yeah. ready and they're playing. 
And we've watched a lot of these guys who are your best left winger or second best left winger in October who aren't in November. I mean, maybe if they still are in November, they're not anymore in December. That means that the guy you picked up in the summer, he comes back in and maybe you're happy you got him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Mark, because some people say, well, the Oilers kept on Russian uh, prospects. Let's just. Well, they did. Uh, yeah. They did. Well, uh, that's not a guess here. And part of it was because they they brought in veteran players that weren't good enough. How was Eric Belanger for you? Yeah. How, was, how was Andrew oh, yeah. Ferentz? I mean, he only played two of the four years in his contract. I know he got hurt, but he wasn't even getting a one-year offer from Pete Chiarelli in Boston at the time that Edmonton yeah. gave him a four-year deal and handed them the captaincy. Oh, it was so, a vicious cycle. They had a bad team, so they drafted high. So the high draft pick can make your team right away because you have a lousy team. So you continue to have a lousy team, so you draft high again. And thus went the cycle in Edmonton, right? Spin, dry, do it again for how many years, Bob? Yeah, you know, it's funny because we have textures to the show, Mark, that sit there. Like, And and by the way, do you know if Ken uh, Hitchcock is involved in the pro scouting meetings? I would think that he is. I would think that his voice, he's got a voice around the table. So you have Ken Hitchcock, Archie Henderson, Ken Holland, uh, there's, you know, the Detroit and Dallas connections. Uh, Detroit did business a certain way that was successful for a while, but they all, you know, they had a lot of veteran players. You heard Ken Holland reference his Detroit teams in his end of the year exit interview. We actually had people text saying, you know what? Like, it's a different time now. You have to, like, and the reality, you agree it's a different time. Oh, no question. Just did. And I don't think that Ken Holland doesn't know that, Bob. I would think that he knows it's a different yeah, time. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's going to be a really interesting one for me because, I, I, I you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm concerned about Clefbaum returning, okay? I, if he comes back and he's all good to go and gung-ho and he's not right about his shoulder and he can play with confidence, then the Oilers are in an unbelievable spot on the left side of their defense. Okay? Because they'd have Nurse, who clearly has matured into a top-pairing defenseman, and Clefbaum, who the year before played 25 minutes a game and now only has to play 20 to 22 minutes. And that's a pretty good position for a team to be in. Yep, it is. Here's, here's the thing. If they can't replace Clefbaum if he doesn't come back, what happens then on the left side of the defense? And there in lies the rub for where Broberg could put I mean, Mark, yeah. you you were you were you were there two years a, a year ago in late July, we sat there and looked at each other and we're like, Okay, we might have a problem here, or this guy's better than everybody thought. Because for the first week of training camp, Broberg looked better than all. Now, as it turned out, Clefbaum was hurting. Uh, Larson wasn't always. He got taken out of Chicago's, right? But for the first week, Mark, it was looking like, okay, what's going on here? Is this guy way better than people think? Because the skating, his athleticism takes over. So you, well, he's so you, an unbelievable skater, but I think what we've learned in history tells us this now that that you know what him him looking like one of the best defensemen on the ice, he was one of the best defensemen on the ice. But I think what we learned, Bob, is that said more about the rest of the defensemen and how prepared they were for that camp than perhaps it did about Philip Broberg. Not taking anything away from the kid, 
But now that we saw that team go out and play that series against Chicago, I think we realized there's a lot of guys that weren't really that ready, were they? No. I mean, in a perfect world, the Oilers build a bigger defense. I think we're both assuming they re-sign Larson. I think it's fair both of us think Bouchard's going to be on the team from day one and play no, all the time. Tip, it's all that said it. He said he's going to be a regular next year, so he's going to be a regular next year. Right. right? So... All right, so that's the right side. That's a six foot two and six foot three right shot D, both with a completely different dimension. On the left side, Nurse, six foot four, all around defenseman, had an all world season. They need another guy, and the reason why they need another guy is take a look at the four teams that are in the uh, that are in the playoffs this year. Look at their D. Look at the size of their defense. Look at the Canadian. I mean, Mark Bergevin's going to Mark. Mark Bergevin is going to be chosen as the the GM's vote on the GM of the year. Bergevin's going to win it. He's, sure. he's he's won that award. And part of it is because he, you know, he, I mean, he traded for, I mean, he's been there. People forget he's been there 10 years. But he traded for Weber. He traded for Weber and got criticized in that deal. Uh, Petrie got, Petrie had some guys in town here that were completely wrong on how good he could be. And, uh, and it wasn't just media types. There were some people in hockey operations that didn't realize how good he could be either. And so he got Petrie. Uh, and then they signed Sherratt, and then they make the trade for Edmondson, a Stanley Cup champion before. And that's yep. their top. That's their, And that's a major reason combined with their true star of their team, Carey Price, why they got out of Canada. So uh, that's Montreal. You look at Vegas, signed uh, Petrangelo, traded for Martinez. Not bad work there on the part of Vegas, but those are bigger guys that can make plays, and they're veteran and they're experienced. And I just wonder, I, I don't know if Edmonton can get that second-pairing left shot deep, so maybe they just have to live with some warts along the way. Well, there's the question, too, that, that hamstrings Ken Holland is, he's not really going to know for sure about Oscar Clefbaum until well past the free agency season, right? I know that Ken Holland has a conversation booked here with Clef Baum and likely his agent, J.P. Barry, uh, before he goes into free agency to say, okay, what do you think, Oscar? But if Oscar says, I don't know, I think I'm, feel- I'm feeling better, but I need three months more of rehab before I really know. So now, you know, what do you do, Bob? you got a $4 million defenseman. If, if Oscar Clefbaum shows up at cap next year and says, I'm ready to play and I'm healthy, the Oilers can't say, well, we got another guy, right? They got Oscar, and they got to pay him, and they got to play him, and put him on their payroll and their cap. So it's a, it's very difficult for if Clefbaum was just flat out not going to play. You got four million bucks, you go and you spend it. He might play. So now what do you do, Bob? Do you replace him? Can you replace him? It's a very tough one for Ken Holland, I would say. Yeah, I know it's uh, that is going to be a, a, a unique situation to monitor, to say the least. Yeah. I think Slater Cuckoo is part of this thing. I quite liked his game as a third-pairing defenseman on the left side. Yeah. And I, I don't mind a team where my my seventh defenseman is Chris Russell, who can play both sides. I think that's a – if he's my seventh defenseman, I'm quite fine with Chris Russell at the pay, the new pay number that he's at. What's he making? One and a half, I think? 1.25. There you go. So if he's my number seven, I think a veteran guy, that's awesome. That's not playing every night. You know, and can fill in for guys on either side of the pairing. That's good. So, you know, you're right. If they have Oscar, they look a lot better than if they don't. But if they don't have Oscar, they better find somebody who can play a second pairing defense, and that's probably above Cuckoo's pay grade. And we don't see Jones and Lagason right now in that slot. 
Well, is that fair? But I mean, that's a good question, right? You know, I think it's a lot to ask. Second pairing and third pairing, there's a lot of minutes there and important minutes, right? Yes. I don't think Jones is ready to be a second pairing defenseman. And I'm not going to tell you Broberg is walking out of the Swedish League where he had, I think, one goal last year. You yeah, know? No, no, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a lot to ask of a young player, and you're setting him up for failure is my point. So I'd rather get a guy in a one-year deal and let Broberg go learn the American League game, and then when he comes back, he's ready to succeed. I prefer that, Bob. Sure. And, and But, again, we'll see what happens. Uh, Mark, I, all right, time to do this. We're going to bang off some texts, get your thoughts as well. The Don has texted us and said, Bob, Nurse may be a top-pairing defenseman, but on a 24th-place team in the league, says the Don. He's okay from the old blue line in, but from the old blue line back, he's a mess, slow in decision-making and getting the puck up the ice. He improves a little each year. What is the Don t- spec? He said that Nurse would be an okay defenseman, on a 24th place team in the league. The Oilers have been 12th and 11th the last two years. Is, am I missing something here? Did the Don add up the, the combination of standings for the last two years <laughs> to get to 20? Like, what do you. T- I, I, it's, do you think people. Can, like, is he, a, is he a first pairing defenseman for you, Mark? Darnell Nurse? Well, he played, he, he played like one this season. I'll say this for you, Bob. And, and he took a giant leap this season. And he became, uh, I would say, a first-pairing defenseman. Is he, you know, a first-pairing defenseman on a Stanley Cup-winning team? Let's have, we'll have to still have that conversation, and let's see him have a second year at this level. But remember, you know, even Alex Petrangelo, right? He came in the league as a young player, and he worked his way up. And then one year, he took a big step. And then the next year, he took another step, and we all said, holy man, Alex Petrangelo, he's like a first-pairing defenseman. He is good. Well, yeah. that's where Nurse is at now. Nurse is at the same stage. Let's see him back it up this year. I have no reason to say he won't. But one year in a row isn't enough for me, Bob. i got to see it two years, and let's that's, see if we see it two years. Mark, let's not forget Larry Robinson suggested Craig Berube. you got to break up Bomeister and Petrangelo to free up Petrangelo's offense and put Pareko with Bomeister. That's your shutdown pairing. And that was part of the moves that got plus the recall of Bennington that salvaged St. Louis the season. How about this? Howie has texted the show. Howie says, you and Speck are underestimating the Oilers' D. They're a lot better than you think from Howie. All right. Uh, I think Nurse is a top-pairing D. I think Larson's a second-pairing right-shot D. I think Bouchard will be a good offensive defenseman and a top-four D in time. And I think Broberg will be a top-four D in time. That's mm-hmm. what I got. I, I don't look at anybody. Like, I look at Bear and say he's a serviceable defenseman that can play some minutes. Uh, is he a stone-cold mortal lock as a top-four D at this time? Don't know. Like, really good number-five defenseman on a team. Don't, what do you think? Is he a top four defenseman for you? Specky? There again, I, we got to see. It's, it's time now in Bear's career. Like he came up la, uh, the year before last and surprised everyone made the team had a great season. Last year, this past season, wasn't nearly as good, right? Just wasn't nearly as good. Season didn't end well for him. He wasn't playing real well at the end there. Uh, you know, and the Oilers lost out in the playoffs. So I got to see it again. I want to see him come back next year like the defenseman from two seasons ago. And, Bob, young players, we know this, they don't ascend in a straight line. It's a graph. They go up, they go down, they go up, they go down. If Bear keeps going up, he's going to be a second-pairing lefty for sure. Maybe this uh, this season. 
right? If he stays down, we're going to go, hmm, one good year, and that's it. So I won't predict the future with him, but there's certainly the, the possibility of a guy, if he continues to grow and get better, there's a second-pairing left defenseman there. I would say yes. Okay. Got to uh, prove it. Got to prove it, Bob. Yeah, I, this is an interesting time. This is a really interesting time uh, in terms of where the – just because they do have some money. But the, I think we both agree, Mark, and, and maybe it makes for boring radio. At the end of the day, the organization still has to prioritize draft and development. And you might say every team in the league needs to do that. Oh, especially when you're in a, a place that has a harder time getting free agents, right? You know, a place like, like Vegas, they can solve their problems in free agency because of their tax situation, the great weather, guys love living there, all that stuff. So it's more important for Edmonton and Winnipeg and, and Minnesota and places like Matt to, for sure it is, Bob, to draft and develop better. But I'll say this to you, Tampa's got all the advantages in the world. They also draft and develop better than most teams. And look at them. They want to stand the cup, and they're right in for another one here. Absolutely. Mark, we appreciate the time. Uh, we got to take care of a little bit of business here. We got Rob Brown coming up. Uh, you're good for a hit on Friday with Mr. Escott. Yes, sir. Oh, you're taking a little time off, Bob. I'm taking a show off, yes, uh, Father's wow. Day weekend. So be wow. heading out of town. Yes, very brief trip. So thanks for that. Thanks for your time, Mark. All right, Bobby. Take care. That is Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, live racing back Century Mile each Friday and Sunday evening. Limited fan access, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15. When we come back, uh, we'll get to the Oilers Now injury report along uh, for James H. Brown, along with your Oilers Now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's Brendan Escott uh, here on Oilers Now for a few moments anyway. Bob's stepping out. Uh, an old saying in the car business. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you uh, currently have a vehicle, you're not using enough payments or maybe an interest rate that's too high and you want to sell it, refinance it, or trade it in for something different, head on down and visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, or call them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com as we head over to the uh, Oilers Now Prospect Report. That's brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork and Cabinetry, a legend of excellence. Holy cow, let's try that again. A legacy of excellence. Make your new dream home or custom renovation a reality. Visit ScottArthurMillwork.com today. We're going to talk about Mason McTavish a little bit. This is a player that uh, was out, uh, he's from Ontario, actually born in in Switzerland, he's an 3 a big-bodied centerman, 6'2", 207 pounds. Now, he really had a breakout at the U18 World Championship. But prior to that, his rookie OHL season as a member of the Peterborough Peets last year, 29 goals, 42 points in 57 games. Uh, and then he actually ended up playing a little bit in Switzerland, his home Switzerland in the SA, or SL this year. Nine 
goals and 11 points in 13 games on loan. But when he came back over and represented Canada at the U18s, in fact, was captain of that team, uh, put up 11 points in seven games there. So proving that he was uh, perhaps a little bit less one-dimensional than he was originally pegged for. And sometimes that's the case with players. You know, they they are later bloomers or, uh, I mean, think about the breakout that Brad Marchand had at that Olympic Games, I believe, 2014. Something along those lines. There's a tournament there. Drew Doughty, another one. 2010 would be an example. So, you know, McDavish having a coming out party, likely to go. Uh, he's finished second among skaters in North American rankings uh, to uh, the NHL Central Scouting rankings is what I'm saying here. So we'll see where he goes. Uh, it'll depend on what the teams need toward the top of that draft, but certainly a more well-rounded prospect than was originally thought. All right, we're going to connect with uh, who is coming up a little later on today. Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network. Uh, But right now we're going to send it to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.